I think love is funny. Love is gravity. Love is a touch. Love is being vulnerable. Love is a dagger. What is love to you? From WNYU, this is Selena, and this is Parker. Welcome to East Village Love Stories. This episode submission came from Hannah Liu, a sophomore studying finance at NYU Stern. She's also pursuing a minor in public policy and management. Today's essay is written by Hannah, titled "How I Gave a Pizza Heart Away." It all started in the fall of 2020. Our current status of the relationship, strictly speaking, here. If we were to count when I met them, I wouldn't be able to give a definite number. I've just always known them, and we've always been close—a mutual relationship, but never anything more. I was with them essentially almost every day. Sometimes they brought me more joy than others. To reiterate, we weren't always happy. Before we got serious and actually defined a relationship, we often got into fights. They were at times nasty. They could make my stomach turn. Sometimes disgusted me, made me lose my appetite, and I would feel sick just being around them. But at the end of the day, through every rough period, hard breakup, family fight, they stood by me. From stressful nights to sunny picnics, they accompanied me and always offered me security and comfort. But in 2020, things started changing. My relationship with them no longer seemed friendly, and a different kind of attraction began to bloom. I felt drawn to their presence, and in a weird, innate way, I knew they felt it too. I didn't want to ruin what we had, but I could also just no longer wait. It felt as if every passing day was wasted by my fear of rejection, and confession no longer seemed like an option, but a necessity because of the deep respect and love I felt for them. So on August 22nd, the anniversary of our friendship, or what we had designated as the date we met, I decided to break the glass. I don't know what inspired me, but in the heat of the moment, I called them at night. It's crazy how vividly I remember this moment. It was around 11 p.m., and I sat across from them and told them everything. I told them how they made my heart flutter by bringing me to my favorite pizza restaurant. I told them how they made the hairs on my arms stand, head pound, knees weak, palms sweaty. I admitted how empty, unsatisfied, and uncomfortable I would feel without seeing them for long, extended periods of time. Like so many late nights we spent together, but also so completely different, I spilled everything. I told them how my feelings for them has expanded beyond just love for them. I'd fallen in love, and this idea of falling heightened every emotion. They were quiet at first, and every second felt like hours. Slowly passing and making me draw out every worst-case scenario, but at the end they just smiled. They had felt the same passion and ardor. Now we're stronger than ever. What's their name, you may ask? Just search up our ship name, Hand the Food God. Hannah, thanks for being with us today. Your story is such a sweet surprise. I love the twist at the end. If I understand it correctly, this essay is your love letter to food, right? You are completely correct. And who exactly is Han the Food God? Well, that's my Instagram name handle for my Food God account.、Um, basically, I just post photos of food and what I eat. Why did you decide to start a food Insta in the first place? Like I mentioned, it all happened last year in Shanghai. I think I really developed an interest and also respect for food in general. I mean, just the way that each restaurant makes a dish—it's so completely different from. The rest, so I just wanted to share that with my friends because 
I just love consuming food and also talking about it. And I thought that creating an Instagram was the best way to do that. Um, what is your favorite place that you keep going back to the East Village? I have to say 12 Chairs is amazing. I don't know if you guys been. I've never been. I've never heard about it either. Do you guys like Mediterranean food? Absolutely. Yes. Or okay. Israeli food? I've done have you tried? I don't those. think I tried it either. Okay, so I don't really know. I, I should know this because, I mean, I do have an Instagram dedicated to this. But in general, like Mediterranean versus Israeli, I, I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of cuisine clashes in general. So they like have falafels. They have pita. It's so good. Chicken skewers. Oh, so, so good. Yeah, 12 chairs for sure. Like an upgraded version of the halal cart. Okay, nothing can beat a halal <laughs> cart. It is more expensive. It was on the pricier side. But it's it is it. delicious. It's, it's so worth, worth it. it. And I think like the way that I found it, um, I was with my friend Miranda and we were walking. We were like, oh, pretty hungry. And I think like that's the beauty of the East Village in general. It's just like you're walking and you see like a small little shop and you want to know more about the restaurant because just the way that they're formatted I mean, outside dining and et cetera, even now, like the way that each restaurant has been able to kind of show their personalities through how they set up the displays outside, it draws you in. So I was instantly drawn in and I saw people eating and what they were eating looked absolutely delicious. So I was like, so what's the story behind 12 chairs? Like, why is it called 12 chairs? There's a religious background story to that, which I was not aware of, but that's how we found it. And I think like the food just made the experience so much better. The unpredictability of the restaurant go. that could be on the street is part of the charm. You know, like in East Village, you can just walk into a cafe shop that has existed there for like over 50 years and you've never walked in there in one day. Like, ooh, I didn't know that exists, but here it is. Yeah, I think like sometimes we're just all so busy living our lives that we don't really realize what's around us. And oftentimes I find myself walking past the same street and then realizing, oh, that's different. Like that's a new food restaurant, food restaurant. Oh my God, that's a new restaurant. Like never tried it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's the beauty of the East Village. And that's why I love exploring restaurants around here. Mm -hmm. And you used to go to high school in New York as well. And then how was that experience compared to being at NYU? Well, I'll be completely honest, and I think this is something you spoke about, what really draws me into the East Village. There's a lot of diversity. I mean, people always say Manhattan is like, you know, a culture melting pot, pot you know? Like, there's so many things or different cuisines that you can explore that I don't think you could otherwise. Um, but going to school, I lived in a different part of Manhattan. Um, there wasn't a lot of diversity in terms of cuisine. So I wasn't able to try so many different like dishes. And just being here, I think we're so lucky. Like at lunchtime, I mean, the plaza, like the food trucks there. So good. Oh my God. I tried. I know. And there's so much diversity. Yeah. There's like that Chinese food truck. I don't know if you've tried it. I have not tried that one actually. I'm trying Selena. To I've tried it. it. I tried a braised noodle soup. Okay. It's really good. And also just the whole dining environment. You can sit on the street, yeah. you can sit in the park, 
and then you will run into people who also love food. You're like, oh, what is he eating? What is she eating? I want that. So and then you talk to them, and then they're like so sweet, and they're like, yeah, I got it from this place, and you're like. I'm going there. Definitely checking that out. Exactly. Sure. I definitely think like food is a way for people to connect with each other. Oh, definitely. What kind of responses have you got from Honda Food God? Oh, okay. What do people usually comment? Usually, I get a lot of hate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, you know, it's just like jealousy, you know, all around. Cause I am a god. Um, no. Uh, a lot of people. I do polls sometimes. Like, does this look good? Or what do you prefer? Or like, I follow New Fork City. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but they're uh, like uh, Instagram that basically only looks at like really good food in New York, and they just shout out these different restaurants. So I always post it on like my story, and it's like, oh, does anyone want to go with me? Because like you said, it food really bonds people together, and it's experience that you want to share with others.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to go with my friends, and I want to enjoy myself, and I want to be happy. I want to see them happy. I want to talk. You know, like it's it's a whole experience we're talking about here. So really, it is like a relationship.、Um, And yeah, so some people are like, "Oh, that dish does not look good," or "Where is this? Like, what is this restaurant? Can you please tell me now?" And I think like that's also a reason why I kind of wanted to start it. It's because it gives me like the opportunity to explore restaurants I wouldn't have otherwise, and also gives me the excuse to eat a lot of food and then like pass it on to my friends and see how they react. Yeah, the way you describe it make it sounds like you are the food god, and everyone would come <laughs> to you when they're thinking about a dating spot or like a place to go, and they're like, "Oh, food god, please tell me where this is." When in reality, I don't even know the difference between Mediterranean <laughs> and Israeli food. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. How do you think your love for food relates to your identity? I mean, like I think you spoke to this a little bit too earlier. Like it, it's a way for you to like meet others and also really connect with people. And I think a lot of how I've been able to express my Chinese identity to my friends in New York is through food. I think like also I've gained a greater appreciation for different cultures when my friends bring me to their. Favorite restaurants that really show off their culture and like delicacies, and I think that's how I also show my Chinese culture.、Um, I think sometimes it's difficult for people to understand a lot of one's culture, but when you introduce it through food, it's not only more personable but also just easier to grasp for most people. I think like when you're like, oh, this is my favorite Chinese dish, Chinese like. Tomato and egg and rice. <laughs> oh my god, so good! That, that food truck. The food truck. Gotta check it out. Exactly. So like, most some of my, it, it's such an easy dish, and then they're like, "Oh, this is good." Like, what? Where? Which province is it from? And you're like, "Oh, actually, a lot of different provinces do it different ways." For example, in Beijing, it might be like more sweet, but in Shanghai, their tomato and egg dishes are actually more salty. I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like everyone has their own like spit on it. Exactly. Really, yeah. And then like they learn about the different provinces in China, which otherwise wouldn't come up in a normal conversation. Where I'm just like, hey, did you hear about Beijing? Or like Shanghai? Like, you know, like it's not like a, it's not something that just comes up. But like through food, you're able to understand and appreciate different cultures. Right. It's a more subtle way of like 
exactly the culture and it's sort of like a self-expression through like how you cook even yeah like you make friends during the process you you're being more adventurous in general and you're just like exploring different aspects of one's identity and maybe even adding to your own identity like the other day we made dumplings together Mm -hmm. doing it with you making the food with you was a great process where like I think like just being with your friends and just like talking while making food like it's a whole bonding experience too yeah, and on top of it, I feel like you also, like, make new friends through, like, people would probably contact you and be like, I would love to go to this restaurant with you, and you'd be like, cool, cool, like, kind of, like, creates new friendships that you wouldn't have, I guess, before without, like, this type of platform, I guess. Is yeah, that- no, for sure, like, I mean, I'm friends with everyone, and <laughs> <laughs> I-, I-, I can't help it that I'm popular, no, um, definitely, like, I think also, like, there are times when I find myself going outside my comfort zone and, like, b- making friends that I might not otherwise because, like, of just my immediate circles or, like, you know, I wouldn't been have been exposed to different, like, types of people. But through food, I've been able to explore different avenues, and I have a lot of appreciation for that. Mm-hmm. When And when people acknowledge you and appreciate your offering, that's one of the best feelings you can ever have. Yeah, it's like food. Like, it's so silly and, like, frivolous. But, like, when people are actually, like, damn, Hannah, your salmon looks good. And I'm like, I did air fry it. Like, I, I did put it in a machine. And I did take it out. I know I'm a god. Like, you know? So, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, I just feel like also, like, whenever you talk about food, I feel like no one's really, like, not, like, happy when people talk about food. I feel like I'm always, like... Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, like, what can you complain about? Exactly, exactly. Like, and genuine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, maybe about that. Um, Sunday know. brunch at Palladium, though. Chef's kiss. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, search up Palladium Dining Hall Sunday Brunch on TikTok. How would you describe your relationship with food? Like, oh. <laughs> there, there seems to be a, some ups and downs in your essay, and there are a lot of sentimental expressions in there. Would you walk us through it? Or? Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. Like, I think, like, when we're younger, it's just like, oh, it's food. Like, you know, like, whatever. But as you, like, get older, and especially now, like, I think, I'll, honestly, it all changed last year. I'll, like, I just think the different like it's really truly a form of art like the way that it's even plated for each restaurant like it's so beautiful and that's when i really feel love and i'm like wow they put a lot of effort and also it tastes delicious is there a specification in shanghai yes there were (laughs) so many restaurants that made me feel that way um let me think of a specific one that i always went to with my like you know, like, there's, like, the really basic ones that you always go to. Like, we always went to, like, you know, Baker and Spice. They had nothing special. Nothing yeah. special. And that, that's what I mean, like, when I say, like, sometimes we were just friends. But then, like, when you step it up a notch and, like, uh-huh. let's say, like, you go to, like, one of those smaller, like, cafes or smaller restaurant, they made me really happy. But then there were also times when my stomach would act up because of street food. And that has also happened in the East Village. Although most food carts are very, like, clean. But, like, there are times when I would go home and food and I would not have the best mix in my stomach. (laughs) And, 
yeah, that's what I meant when I said I would feel literally sick with you there. Like, that's what I mean. I would be sick. Sacrifices, though, for the relationship. Yeah, it was was good in the moment, you know? Mm -hmm. But also, is there a bit of, like, toxicity in that? Like, you make me feel good in the moment, but the aftermath. I love the part where you said... Um, depends on who you're hanging out with, what kind of restaurant you would pick. It's sort of like the progression of food choices also represent the progression of relationship with the people around you. And then I think to some extent, we all sort of do that. If it's for a more important occasion for some friend's birthday, we would book a more higher-end restaurant or somewhere we won't usually go. And then for local like hangout spot like say think coffee we go there a lot we go there too much and there's one table that's reserved for us like (laughs) i know you guys so well yeah yeah. not really we just like go there all the time we're like do they know your orders or are they like oh yeah i know is there a place i love usual remembers your order uh yeah like the place (gasps) next to my house but like but like at think coffee like this um the baristas there are amazing i love talking to them so much like we were ranting about thanksgiving one of them has to work on thanksgiving and i was like oh that that sucks like Mm -hmm. you might be sick that day (laughs) and he was like oh yeah i will be sick that day and like you know just like even like talking to people like i think like the main point of this is that like food is a way for you to make more interactions with people and i think that's the most beautiful part like you know when they give me my black coffee with almond milk and there's just that interaction like i get to know them more while Mm -hmm. also being able to get my caffeine fixed because i'm addicted and like you know it's just the whole transaction of it. And I think, like, that's what really makes me happy or makes my day sometimes, like, just talking to another person and, like, ranting about Thanksgiving and having to work on that day. Love can be a variety of differences, and it's not always about romance. I think our podcast has been covering mostly romantic relationships, and Hannah's story kind of reminds of us to step back and focus on ourselves from time to time. Self-care is especially important during times of turbulence. Thank you for coming, Hannah. Or should I say, Han, the food god. Thank you for having me. And I mean, like, if you're listening to this, as Selena said, like, it's not just about, like, relation. Like, I guess I do have a relationship with food. But it's not like, oh, like romantic. Like, you know, I love myself. And sometimes I need to, like, take care of myself. And that's through food. And I love my friends i love my family and the way i express that is through making food or just eating with them and you know most importantly drop a follow um like and comment and you know just (laughs) follow me on instagram (laughs) this is east village love stories from wnyu thank you to everyone who's listening we are a submission-based love podcast and we aim to build a safe community for sharing stories if you want to be featured on our show or just want to share your love encounters, DM us on Instagram at East Village Love Stories. Detailed submission guidelines are in bio. What is love to you? This is Parker. And this is Selena. East Village Love Stories. See you next time. <laughs>